welcome to the Competitive Advantage Podcast. The mission of this podcast is to provide free content to prepare high school students for the path of life, thus giving them a competitive advantage. Archbishop Alter High School is proud to serve as your host for this program. So good evening, everybody. I'm really honored to be with you. And uh, young people, congratulations on being here tonight. Mrs. Shear and Mrs. Lambert have asked me tonight to share a little bit of advice with you as you head off to high school and the years beyond. Maybe because I'm the youngest or I look the youngest. Maybe that's why. But I'm here to share a little bit of advice with you. And tonight, my message really centers around three pillars that we should all have in our lives. Contribution, character, and charity. I want to begin with one piece of advice from a famous Hall of Fame football player by the name of Gail Sayers, who said, put God first, others second, and ourselves third. In 1840, there was a young man born by the name of Damien. And Damien grew up always knowing that he wanted to be a priest and that one day he wanted to be a missionary because Damien wanted his life to have meaning. He wanted to live his life with a sense of purpose. In 1860, he joined the priest of the Sacred Heart and he was taken to uh, Hawaii where he served the poor and the sick. He left behind his family, his country, his dreams, what was comfortable so that he could serve others. It was around that time when the disease leprosy broke out in Hawaii and there were 600 people on the island that were affected. As you may know, leprosy is a disease that is incurable, it attacks the skin, and it can be contagious, and you ultimately die. Those people were taken to a little island. The 600 people that got it were taken to a little island called Malachi because the government didn't know what to do, so they thought they would quarantine them. But as you can imagine, when they got there, things were chaos. They had no resources. They had no leadership. And people were not about to go over there and risk their lives for these people. But Father Damien did. He went to the head of his order and he said, may I go to Malachi? And they sent him there reluctantly. When he got there, he immediately decided that the best way to handle chaos is to show the people how much he loved them. So he jumped right in and they built a church. He got funds from the United States to help build coffins to give people who died a death with dignity. They built houses for people. They had mass. But most of all, Father Damien helped clean wounds, helped dress the wounds. And he prayed over those who died. In 1885, Father Damien finally got leprosy himself on his foot. And even though it began to eat away at his skin, he would hobble from one place to another to see families. He even walked 20 miles to respond to a guy's letter and came back. Finally, in 1889, Father Damien died at the age of 49 years old. The people who saw it said they had never seen somebody die in such peace. But we know why. Because he put God first, he put others second, and he put himself third. He lived a life of meaning for a purpose greater than himself. 
Young people, as you go out and live your life, live a life of purpose. Make a contribution. That's where we truly find our happiness. The second thing is about character. You know, so often in our lives, we focus so much on being great academically in sports and theater, whatever it may be. But, you know, the most important thing we can work on is who we are as a person, our character. So my advice to you is to do this. When you make decisions, do what makes you feel good about yourself as opposed to what feels good. They're very different. You see, when we do what makes us feel good about ourselves, we act on principles that will last a lifetime. But when we do what feels good, we act on a feeling that will be gone tomorrow. You see, everything that you do will bring you closer and closer to the person you want to be or move you further and further from the person that you don't want to be. My young people at Alter, when I asked them, what is your greatest stress? They say it's pressure, but not pressure that other people put on them. The pressure that they put on themselves to be great academically in theater, to be popular. And it's in those moments where they compromise their values, their principles. Don't compromise because everything you do builds your character. I want to tell you about a young man named Van Housen. In 2005, he participated in the Ohio High School Golf Championships. Now, Van Housen had had the dream of being a state champion and maybe one day a professional golfer. And as you may know, in high school golf, you pair up with another person. And as you go to each hole, they keep track of your score and you keep track of their score. And you double check at the end of the hole and then at the end, you will sign a card. Now, once you sign that card, whatever score you have, that's your score. And if your score is any different, you're automatically disqualified. So Van Housen ends up, he's on the 18th hole. He puts in his putt. He's all excited. He just won the Ohio High School Championship by seven strokes. And he's walking over the table. He signs that card. And his heart falls into his stomach. You see, Van Housen realized that there was a mistake in the score. Because on hole number four, he remembered getting a five. And his partner put a four. And he didn't check it. Now, nobody knew. And Van Housen thought to himself, hey, nobody will know. So what if I win by six strokes instead of seven? But he chose to tell the state officials. And he was disqualified. You see, Van Housen chose to put integrity before a championship. And he chose to put honesty before a trophy. He chose to do what made him feel good about himself for a lifetime. Instead of what would just feel good in the moment. As a side note, he did win an honorary championship medal. And he won the most important award two weeks later. The award for integrity. But young people, those mean nothing without that third pillar and it's charity. In scripture, there's a word mercy. And in Greek, the word mercy comes from Elias, which means love overcoming resistance. It means loving people even when it's difficult. And this is the third challenge that I would offer to you. 
to love people even when it's difficult. Back in 2001, in a little Amish community, in a place called Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Aaron and Sarah Solsis had just got married. Now, in the Amish community, when you get married, unlike us, you don't go on a honeymoon. You actually go and you spend the week with your in-laws. God love them. So they get to know them, right? So they had just spent a week with their in-laws, and they were coming home Sunday night in their buggy to go to their home for the first time. But meanwhile, there was a young man outside of Lancaster by the name of Joel Kime. Joel was 17 years old, and he was a good kid. But he had just gotten a new car. He was on his way to soccer practice that night. He picked up his friends. They were driving down the same road of Aaron and Sarah Solstice. And Joel thought, wouldn't it be kind of funny to breeze by them in his car to scare them a little bit? So he got his car up to 85 on a 55 mile an hour road. And he was getting ready to breeze by them. But little did he know that Aaron and Sarah Solstice would be turning left. Joel clipped the back of their buggy. He threw Sarah about 50 feet and she died instantly. And Aaron went to the hospital with serious injuries. Joel was devastated. The police came. They processed him and they released him back to the custody of his parents. And that night, his parents said, Joel, tomorrow we are going to go to the Solstice family and you're going to apologize for what you did. So the next Monday, Joel goes up to the door to apologize to the parents. Imagine that, being a 17-year-old, apologizing for killing one of their daughters and injuring their son. And before Joel could get any words out, the parents grabbed Joel and they said, Joel, we forgive you. We know that you didn't mean to kill our children. We know you're a good kid. A week later, when it came time for the funeral, Joel walked into a room where Aaron was with the coffin. And he was so overwhelmed, he turned to leave. And Aaron, the husband of Sarah who died, said, Joel, wait a minute. And he grabbed him and he said, Aaron, or Joel, I want you to know that I forgive you. And I want you to know that I don't want you to carry this around with you the rest of your life. The Amish community petitioned the judge to make his sentence lighter. And when Joel got married six years later, guess who came to the wedding? The Solstice family. And when he went on a, a honeymoon, a mission trip, five years after that, guess who funded half of that mission trip? Joel Kime is the pastor of Faith Church in Lancaster, Pennsylvania today. And he tells that story. Because he has no idea where he would be today if they didn't exercise mercy, if they didn't exercise love. Now, young people, I guarantee you it was not easy for them to do that. I guarantee you they didn't feel like loving Joel and they held resentment and animosity. But what the Amish have learned is if you don't feel forgiveness or you don't feel love, if you act on love, then your heart will change. You see, sometimes... We can change the inside by changing what we do on the outside. If you act like the person you want to become, you'll become that person. So put God first, put others second, and yourselves third. 
Do what makes you feel good about yourself as opposed to what feels good. And love, even when it's difficult. In closing, the great philosopher Heraclitus said this about our lives. Watch your thoughts. They'll become your words. Watch your words because they'll become your actions. Watch your actions because they will become your habits. And watch your habits because they will become your character. And your character will be your destiny. We hope you enjoyed today's edition of The Competitive Advantage. Please be sure to click on the show notes for supplementary materials and helpful links to more information from today's podcast. We want to make this as interactive and as valuable as possible. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or ideas for future episodes, please email us at podcast at alterhs.org. Thank you again for joining us.